invitations, we showed up and made it. No invitations, we showed up and made it. No invitations, we showed up and made it. Showed up and made it. Showed up and made it. It can get scary when you legendary. You legendary. You legendary. Yo, holy moly, holy Holly's back. Back from Ukraine, raising the roof. Caesar with the what? What flag is that? Is that like Uganda? What is that? No, it's uh, Hawaii's original flag. Oh, this guy is so cap. <laughs> what? <laughs> Welcome to the We Made It Mo- Music, Movies, and Television Awards, the annual award show where we break down our favorite in the entertainment world. Caesar's out of here. See. <laughs> He just re- he just remembered he did the wrong awards. <laughs> Gotta do his homework. Uh, where we break down our favorites in entertainment every year. We always do this at the end of the year. The New Year's coming soon. Um, I'll say this while Caesar's gone. Uh, very happy that this 2022, we got our illustrious third member, Holly, out there in Canada. Very happy about that. Woo! He came back just in time. Yeah. I'm I'm excited to be a part of the We Made It Awards. Well, let me just correct you a little bit. This is the We Made It Music, Movie, and TV Awards. The We Made It Awards is about the actual sport. Mm-hmm. That's when we actually become a soccer podcast. Yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> oh, that's but that's at the end of the season. Um yeah, I don't know what Caesar's on right now. I got technology over here. I don't just prop my laptop up and smile like you do, okay? I got technology going on here, okay? It's problems. <laughs> um, but yeah, is everybody excited? How are you guys feeling? You got your all your categories done? Hope you, hopefully you got some honorable mentions on there. Let me just say this first, actually, before we even get into anything. Caesar, please, when somebody is talking about their award... Can you just not guess it, please? Like, don't guess it out loud. Can you? I feel like you're being ableist to people who have ADHD. I, I, I can't help it. Yeah, you can. My excitement, it will spill out onto you, and I hope you just enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> One of the years, I forgot what, I think it was like two, three years ago, Caesar so just guessing mine the entire time. I'm like, oh my God, dude. Can I please One say One of the it? best episodes. Everybody loved it. <laughs> Definitely not. Um, Okay, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna go. Someone said something and Google went off. Oh, I apologize. Oh. Hey, Google, shut up. <laughs> um, I'm gonna go through the categories that we're gonna have today, um, and then we'll get started. We're and this is the order it's gonna be in two. Top three songs of the year, worst song of the year, um, song you like but want to hate. Album of the Year, Best Female Artist, Best International Artist, Retro Artist of the Year, Underrated Artist, Overrated Artist, Bring Back a Dead Artist, Top Two Shows, and Best and Worst Movies or Shows of the Year. Caesar, did you do all of them? Let's see. All of them. Well, since uh, this is uh, Holly's uh, first time, I think Holly should go ahead and start with her top three songs of the year. Okay. So this one, a lot of these were easy for me. All the categories, they were easy for me. This one I had to think about a little bit. What are we cheersing for? 
No, no, we're just showing what we're drinking. <laughs> oh, well, <laughs> we're cheersing. Okay, fine then. Um, I'm going to start off with Cooped Up by Post Malone. Okay. Uh, he's okay. still out here. He's, so he'll, you know, he might feature on another one of my categories, but I'm a big fan of Post Malone. Um, finally came out with an album this year. Cooped Up is good. I really like it with uh, Roddy Rich, And I love the remix that came out a few months after the album came out because it has uh, a sample or a similar beat to um, Return of the Mac. They oh, interesting. A, they did a little uh, cross um, remix of it where they actually took song cooped up and um return of the mac and kind of mashed it into one so i bumped both of those the original and the remix um whenever they came out so and for the rest of the year so that was um one of them another person who's going to show up on this list quite a bit or yeah for another two categories okay don't 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 do spoilers okay okay okay, i'm I'm getting excited um (laughs) Shirt by SZA. I waited a whole year for that song to come out. When it came out, it was on repeat. Um, I don't think it featured in my Spotify rap because it stopped calculating after. It, starts cal- it stops taking um, data after like Halloween or something. So the last two months don't count. But mm. you can guarantee that would have been on my rap if it came out just a little bit earlier. And then lastly... Um, I'm going to go a little country on you guys because all summer long I bumped this song. Um, You know, it gives cottage vibes, beach vibes, um, just a good time. The song is called You You Proof by Morgan Wallen. It's the only country song I like, okay? But it came out and I love it. Okay. What's a cottage vibe? Just some brewskis with the boys. (laughs) I feel like this is very Canadian. I'm going to let it slide. <laughs> yeah, that is. All right. California never been in a cottage before, but I can respect it. <laughs> uh, yeah. Post Malone, I, I kind of start. I remember uh, some years back, he uh, had some uh, questionable things to say about hip hop music. Like 2017, I was like, damn, dog, really? I agree. That was a whack. But I will like- say. What I've heard though about Post Malone is that I did hear he's like a really nice guy, and he's he's what is he like a uh, predator? He's predator apex. I'm very impressive watching him play. I'm like, dog, you're really good at apex. So you get a couple points back just for being good at apex. Did he say bad things? He did. Um, he, he was talking he about he was talking about oh, if you want to hear stuff that has emotion, don't listen to hip hop. And I'm a oh, white guy, so. I, He's like, he's like, I'm a, I'm a white guy, so I have emotions. I'm like, I was like, what the hell? Is that what we're doing, dog? Like, you come in on the back. It was a very weird statement. You come in on the back of hip hop, you blow up, and then right quick, you just want to put us down. No, and then you know, do whatever he was doing. I don't really know what he's doing these days, but playing Apex, he's very good at it. Well, yeah, that's what he's doing. Predator. Well, I don't know. I just know he kind of Apex Predator. He's really good. That's crazy. Hopefully, he's not a predator. Also, yeah. Come on, man. Predator. I'm gonna, I'm gonna also have some things to say about one of the artists you mentioned, but I know that they are coming later. 
Because you gave a spoiler. I mean, that's a spoiler, too. You don't no, 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 it's not. That. No, it's not. That's no, it's not. Too. Don't no, it's come not. at us. Keep the energy for yourself. Okay, Caesar. what's your top three? Oh, and also, I don't know if you have an honorable mention or no. I don't. Okay, okay. Caesar. Let, let's get your top three songs of the year. All right, guys. I know everybody's been waiting for this. I have always the most controversial top three. Um, and I don't even feel about... I don't, and then sometimes the next day goes by and I'm like, I don't even know why I picked those top three. I don't even like those songs no more. But... Here's my top three songs for the year 2022. Number one, I think this is a universal agreement. Titi Mi Pregunto by Bad Bunny. I mean, this this song comes on. There's no way you're not moving. There's no way you're not moving. Even if you're in a cottage, you're going to jam to this. It's all good. This is a banger forever. <laughs> um, Number two, unexpected song that I am obsessed with. Wait for you with Tim's featuring Future. I don't know why that song. Uh, um, just like it just has like such a good vibe to it. Um, is that Future song or Tim song? Uh, it's on Future's album. Sorry, sorry, Future yeah, yeah. featuring Tim. Sorry, I think it's a, a co. I think it's on both albums. Whatever though. Okay. Uh, um, yeah, and and Future said the first time he heard Tim's voice, he knew the exact song she wanted to put her on. That was like really, it just sounded really cool when he said that. And the song is just, it just flows so nicely. I love the vibe. Um, this is also random. I do not know why I like this song. It's very embarrassing. Um, I don't want to be judged for it either. <laughs> Number three is Cowboys Don't Cry by Oliver Tree. What is that? Cowboys Don't Cry is an absolute mega banger. It makes no sense why it's so good. Oliver I Tree. Feel like I would make that song if I was an artist. That song goes hard. Did yeah. you give Oliver Tree another award? award? No, I did not. I'm pretty sure you did, dude. No, I did. I would never not, do that. No, like last year or something like that. No. Are you sure? Yeah. Have you heard of Oliver Tree, Holly? No, I have not. Whew. Okay. I mean, this 32. You million... actually have heard of him, Holly. He's like, but you just don't know him. He's like, he's like massive on all the pop, all those popular TikTok songs and stuff, and real songs are all him. Don't watch the video. <laughs> don't watch the video. Tree. Yeah, Cowboys <laughs> Don't Cry. I don't like any of these songs, but for some reason, I play the song all the time. It's a banger. That's interesting. Um, is it a, is it a country song or no? Um, it's like imitating country. It's like 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 uh, kind of like you wouldn't call Nelly a country artist, but like okay. it, it, like he's just making fun of country. Kind of he calls he calls it like country pop or something. He's like making fun of it. Gotcha. Okay, that that's interesting. He's a hipster artist. It's no. Okay. I'm not writing are, from at all. I'm not. I'm not writing. You are a hipster, so I'm not a hipster. Um. Okay. Well, I'm gonna do my top three songs of the year. First, this <laughs> hater right here. Some so much. Uh, stop. See, you see what he almost did. You see what he almost did. But thank you. You caught yourself. I heard it, but you, you caught yourself. I think you muted the mic, but um, <laughs> first, Letter to Take Off by Gucci Mane. That was a banger. I was real. I was, you know, I knew somebody was going to do a song for Takeoff. I heard Boosie's song for Takeoff. It was terrible. But Guwab came out and did a proper actual tribute song. And he also had uh, a part in there making fun of people voting for Herschel Walker which was great. Um, and it was like a really sad song. He's like, damn, you can tell there was dogs. Um, that's my first song of the year, Letter to Take Off by Guwap. Second song, Yes 2 by Junior Boys. 
Uh, they released an album this year. I didn't really love it, but I did like that song a lot. Um, yes, too. And maybe Hollywood liked that song a little bit, a little bit, maybe. Um, Caesar might be going with us to see Junior Boys live. Uh, maybe we'll see. Junior Boys being from Hamilton, Ontario, the city that Holly hates. <laughs> um, also, um, Caesar almost said it, but the song Won't Forget You by Shouse. They're from Australia. Um, actually, I think Hollywood like that song too. It is, uh, got the EDM vibe, but, um, I was like, when I heard it, I was like, ah, oh, it sounds like a little bit too like mainstream EDM for me, kinda. But there's also a saxophone in there. And I'm just like, ugh. Like Ooh. when you put a saxophone, I'm like, ugh. You know, I'm thinking of the dude from Lost Boys, the buff dude playing in the movie. <laughs> um, and also uh my girl Matriarchy sings on there too. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so you're seeing ghosts. Um, and then I had an honorable mention. Y'all didn't have no honorable mentions, but I had an honorable mention. Uh, my boy Frosty the Snowman with Not Cap. Uh, that was fire. Pulling up in GT Coops, we are not Cap. <laughs> uh, and Frosty got my uh, personal YouTube channel going up, so I got to give him some props. <laughs> uh, already over 10,000 views. Uh, I would like and subscribe. <laughs> I'm almost at We Made It Podcast. Yeah, Bam running his, his his rigged side YouTube channel is Loki popping. The ones that you don't care about always pop off. That's how it goes. Um, okay. Let's get to worst song of the year. And I'm gonna mute myself, but I can hear you. Okay, next time you got to time that better. Um, that was so <laughs> awkward. I guess I'll go first. No, wait, Holly, you got to go first. You got to go first. Okay. So I have two for this one. Um, one was like worst song, but kind of a guilty pleasure. Mm. And then one was a straight up. I wait, think, what is, is the there word? a guilty pleasure on it? Oh, there is guilty pleasure. But go ahead, go ahead. Yeah. Um, and then the other one is like straight up. I think it was like the worst song. So. My guilty pleasure worst song of the year was Emo Girl by MGK and Willow. <laughs> um, not gonna lie, it's so bad, but there's something about it that is also so good. Um, I was singing that line any chance I could. Um, we love it. We love it. I agree a hundred percent. Like Obviously, I gave a lot of awards to the last one, and then when I heard that song, I was like, "Oh, it's probably gonna be huge." And I was like, "I don't like it, but damn, it's in my head. I hate it." All the time, <laughs> it just helped that, like you know, of course, it was like trending on TikTok and stuff. Huge. And, um, I'm on all the time, and then one night after a night out, my friends and I came home, and we had a bunch of food to help us fuel up. And we put on Emo Girl on repeat, and everyone sat in silence eating their food. And that's a core memory that I have. Uh-huh. What'd, you, what'd you eat? Shawarma. Ooh. That sounds yeah. fire right now. Really good. <laughs> um, and then the worst song that I think was just straight up bad um, was Staying Alive by DJ Khaled featuring Drake and Lil Baby. Ooh. Trash. <laughs> so bad. So bad. Like the fact that Drake just says, like, says the part 
staying alive. Uh, uh, uh. Like, <laughs> it's oh, just so bad. bad. I don't know what, what was going through their heads to make that track, but no, that's worst song of the year. That was really bad. Everybody was making jokes saying, because there's a video where DJ Khaled says that he has like a team of producers and he just does the final word. Everybody's like, well, that suck. That song was asked because that's the only song he actually tried to produce. <laughs> like everybody in the team was like, no, don't do it. <laughs> like all the other team made like pop star and all those other hits. But like he was like, no, I'm going to be part of staying live. Everybody's like, that's that's the one he produced. That's why it sucked. <laughs> that's hilarious. Yeah. Emo Girl is a, a, a very much a horrible banger. That's what it is. It's a horrible banger of a song. Caesar, let's get your worst song of the year. I can't believe it's almost a shame I like this song, but it's something about how stupid it is makes it so good. Oh, wait, I almost skipped category. Worst song of the year. I don't like the song at all. The song pissed me off. Um, and it's unfortunate because it's produced by one of my favorite people in the industry, hands down, for years now. It has all the makings of a song that I would love. All three people I'm down for and have won awards on the show. Oh. The song, who, which is a smash hit, on Metro Boomin's really recent album, Creepin, Metro Boomin featuring The Weeknd and 21. Now, you're probably saying, Caesar, what do you mean? I listen to the song. I'm 16. I love it. You know, it's a great song. And I say to you, because 16 years before you were born, the actual song came on with the same lyrics, <laughs> the same lines, and the same fucking beat. And it was way better, okay? And it's a classic. And 21 went on the song and did his original lyrics. And The weekend, who I gave many passes to as a resident Canadian, went on to that song, copied the exact lines, went to the exact beat, the exact rhythm, and the same sample. He didn't even go, you know what, maybe I should just put a little bit of my own on it. He said, no, give me Mario Winans lines. I'm going to say exactly what he said on the original song, which is I Don't Want to Know, featuring P. Diddy and Mario Winans. That's the original song. Creep It is the exact copy. I fucking hate it. I hate it so much. I've listened to it two times total, and I'm protesting. It ruined Metro Boomin's hot streak of albums for me. He's been incredible dropping albums. This one, he destroyed my soul. I'm sad about it now. It was hilarious. Me and Caesar were leaving soccer, and like we're walking, and he's telling me, he's like, dog, like the weekend got a song on Metro Boomin. It's like the same as I Don't Want to Know. And I'm like, I was like, okay, like Caesar be getting stuff wrong. So I'm like, all right, like I'm sure <laughs> I'm like, I'm sure it's not the same song for real. But he's like, no, doesn't sound like all right, all right, I, I'm gonna pull it up. I'm sitting there like that's the same exact so why would you do the same I was like he's doing this, karaoke. I'm like, yeah, this he's is karaoke. Karaoke. <laughs> I'm like, this is ridiculous. You can't make money off of that. That's not fair. <laughs> Yeah, it's really crazy that did the exact song over and just released it. Like, wow. It's like very lazy. Even 21, if 21 went on there and just started doing P. Diddy's rap lines, I'm like, this should be held in Congress. We need to shut this music down. But 21 was like, okay, you can go ahead and do that. I'm gonna actually make some lyrics up and rap. So he did his own rap, which was cool, but I don't care. I'm distracted by the pain of the copyright infringement that went on in that song. Ridiculous. Oh, my favorite song as a kid. I love that song. That's fire. <laughs> um, okay, my worst song of the year. I think it's trash. I'm pretty sure it was a big song. I don't really know like that. Uh, already, I'm getting eyeballs. <laughs> um, I'm pretty sure this song was big because I like I hear this person's name a lot. But this song is 
straight trash and and it shames oral sex in my opinion it's called munch by ice spice oh, <laughs> no. i'm like this is garbage i was like okay i i'm hearing her name everywhere i'm like let me actually listen to one of our songs and i'm like oh this is like what they're talking about this is garbage and she's shaming this person that maybe gave her oral sex. I'm like, why is he getting shamed for he or she getting shamed for that? I only know three why, lines two words was, in that song. Why you gotta be get called a name because you did that? Now you're a munch. I don't like that. I thought munch was just like someone who's like a simp. I didn't know munch meant like well, see, okay, oral the, sex. Why would you a simp for that? You know what I mean? It's oh, shaming. Yeah. It's shaming, and I don't like it. But also, <laughs> the song is. Garbage. I think Holly likes it though. It's catchy. See? It's very catchy. Like, <laughs> thought I was feeling you. That part. Yeah. Uh, whatever. You know. I'm like, nah. It's great for a TikTok 10 second though. That's that's the. Thing. You thought I was feeling you. Yeah. yeah, yeah that's what I, I figured. It was big on TikTok or something like that. Yeah, it was, it was. trash though. Um. Okay. Let's get to the next uh category. Even though Holly kind of did it. Um. Yeah, song that. you like, but you <laughs> want to hate. Category. Holly, let's hear it. Um, emo girl by MGK. Oh, it was, okay. Emo girl. <laughs> that was the one. That me. was the one. Okay. Absolute banger. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, Caesar, let's. Mine hear it. is. I'll say it again. I was doing an intro for it. I have a whole script here. I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, I hope you do. That's cool. That's great. No, I freestyle. I don't need that. Um. This song, it's the stupidest song of all time. The only reason I like it because it mentions a random country, and um, it mentions uh, uh, mentions drugs. So I'm like, here we go. It's a good combination for me: random European country and drugs. Let's oh, do this. Poland. The song is Poland by Little Yachty. I don't know what's wrong with me, but I will randomly say it all the time walking around. I'll, I'll do the war all the time walking around the backyard. I, I do it. In the car, silently, it's it's a problem. It's it's absolutely a hit. I don't know why. It's, it's I hate it, but I love it, but I hate it. That is hilarious. That's funny. That's a good one, though. I I heard that's that very song. much a guilty pleasure song. I heard that song. I was it, it was in contention for worst song of the year for me, though. <laughs> it was fair. Pretty- you can. I'm not gonna fight for it, <laughs> but I'm gonna tell you the shit's in my head. I'll, right now, it's in my head. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay. My song I like, but I want to hate. Um, I feel like there's another song you guys might know. Um, I just want to rock by Lil Uzi Vert. Ooh, yeah. I just want to rock, 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 rock. I like that little dumbass dancing you do. You got to get sturdy with it, dog. I'm like, this song is kind of fire, kind of, but like, it's also like, I, I don't, I don't really like want to be liking it for real, but I do kind of like it. The thing that's annoying about it is that it's so short. I'm like. Yeah. Can you make it like this is a same thing about Poland? It's like a, it's like two minutes and six seconds. I'm like, bro, I'm like, this is a up tempo song. Like, you got to make it longer than a regular rap song in a club. That song would bang though. Like, yeah, in but a club it's too or like short. Oh, a stadium. That's a banger song to come on. But but it's too short. I'm like, you got to make it like at least like three four minutes. Yeah. I, I so I went on. I was like trying to find like a longer version of it. Like oh, like maybe somebody like looped it to make it longer, and I found. Um, ten hour, ten hours. Well, ten hours is the YouTube algorithm. You gotta I'm hit like, ten hours. What the hell? Yeah. 
<laughs> but somebody <laughs> did uh, actually do like a five minute loop of it. But I'm like, you need to make it longer. But I do kind of like that song, and I I seen the video of him doing this yeah. dance like that. I love when he does it on stage. It looks so funny when he's doing it. <laughs> You know now he's going now. You know he's he dresses like Easy. You know. Well, I seen him with the uh, with the damn uh, Jerry curl, looking like Easy. I'm like, you're the same height as him. So yeah, pretty much. <laughs> um. Okay, let's go to the serious categories here. Album of the year. Let's get Caesar first, and then we'll go to Holly. Okay. This was a tough one for me. There's a lot of albums in contention. Was it really? Because you kind of spoiled it the other day, but go off. I hope you guys know how bad of a bad, bad of a person Bam is. Anyways, um, no one had to know that till Bam said that. But yeah, I was sitting here and I've been thinking about it for a while. And, and this song's kind of resurfacing a lot of my playlists. And I was thinking about arguably the greatest hip-hop artist in history, who's a Canadian, Me. not you. Um, I was thinking about something and I'm like, man, like, He's always released albums pretty much every year for the past 12 years or so or decade plus. And every single album is so on trend. It's about like what's happening now. It's what's happening today. But I don't ever I never felt like he made a timeless album. And I really feel like honestly, never mind is my album of the year. And I think it's gonna be a timeless classic because as I said in the group chat with Bam and he got upset with me, honestly, never mind is Drake's first timeless album because house music never dies. House music will be here after me. It's been here before me. And when you make an album in that genre, that kind of intertwines the, the the mainstream people with that vibe, it can resurface again and again. Kind of like how I feel about Random Access Memories of Daft Punk. You can just kind of keep playing that again. It has that feeling where it can come on again. And you go, oh, 2014 summer, hey, you know, like you kind of get that energy. And I think that honestly, in mind has that. And um, it's just it's album of the year. I, I think it's just like it's it's pretty damn good. Like it's my favorite album. Okay, I'm feeling it. You got me when you said house music is forever. I'm like, yes, that is the truth. That'd be a dope tattoo. Well, you're not really a househead like that, but you know, you, you do got some fugazi. Tat- say that. Okay, you do got some fugazi tattoos, but also just just to remind you, guys, you're really coming at me right now, dog. <laughs> That's what I do. What the fuck? We're we're gonna do the, our our chart reveals after. You don't the like award. my moon? <laughs> there you go. We're gonna uh, we're gonna do our chart reveals after the awards. Like my so ex girlfriend's thing. <laughs> After the uh, award, so don't forget that. But Holly, let's get Holly. You. Ignore that. Keep going, Holly. Keep going. Let's, let's just skip, skip, skip. Just you focus, focus, focus. Uh, Holly, let's get your album of the year. Even though you also, <laughs> <laughs> he's literally a dictator. Hint, hint to it, um, and uh, I don't. I won't forget that Caesar. We'll we'll circle back to that um, one day. Don't even don't even ask me about it. I'll give you the real story. <laughs> Um, my album of the year. Yes, I hinted to it. Um, yes, it only came out three weeks ago, but it is the album of the year, hands down. And that is SOS by SZA. I cannot tell you how obsessed I am with her, this album, everything. I am seeing her in Toronto in February. Nice. What day? Sorry? What date is that? The 18th. Oh. Find down. That was my birthday. Damn. Caesar, uh, go out there. My happy. Um, and uh, but for many reasons, I think uh this was uh, the album of the year. Like I said, um, with shirt, 
that was a snippet of that was released over a year ago. Um, I just I I like the the concept of this album, the the build up to it. Um, she's released a couple singles over the last year or so that you know nobody knew what album they would be on, and they turned out to be on this album. I think it's just an album that like covers all the bases. It's clearly talking about a breakup or a love and it goes through every single emotion you can think of during that time period you go through grief you go through anger you go through sadness and then it ends with good days looking back on it like you know good days are still ahead keep moving upwards and onwards um but there's also just like really cool um like the production of the album is really good i would say um, it starts off with a little Morse code and it means SOS title of the album title of the mm. first track. Um, the album cover was inspired by a photo of princess Diana on a diving board, um, which was pretty cool. I just found that out like a couple days ago. I mean, not the princess Diana part, but like, you know, the <laughs> fact that it was like a reference to that, I guess. Yeah. Um, she pays tribute to Beyonce and Kendrick saying a few of their lines um, in songs. And then she also uses samples from Aaliyah. She uses a sample of her old, her own song in love language. She uses a sample of hit different, which is really cool. So like, I don't know overall front to back. There's not really a song that I don't like. It's no skips. And uh, it's my album of the year. Also, also she did shout out the big boys. So I'm a fan of the album. She's shouting out the big boys okay, out here. That, we get we get love that, out here, so I'm down. That needs to be a real song because that's apparently um an SNL skit. That's not even a, a real that needs song. To be a, then you put that on an album because you know we need some love, dog. Cuffing season, we all need a big boy. Mm-hmm. Uh well, you know, I did also listen to a lot of this album. I didn't listen to every song, but I never in my life heard the word X in an album more. And I was just like, really, dude? Like that's what we're doing, SZA? You know I mean? It's a holiday season pain, dog. It's like, damn, do you should be talking about some lame ex the whole time? <laughs> you know what I mean? And then and then I got to hear her talking about murdering her ex and his new girlfriend. It's like one of the best songs on the album. I'm like, that is toxic, yo. Like, come <laughs> on now. Like, I just killed my ex. You're telling me you never felt that way? Not even for like a second. Like, not I'm down. I'm down. Fuck, I'm down. Fuck men. Uh, yeah, well, see, I wish it had more of that energy and not like pining over my ex oh. energy. But I didn't listen to every song. It so does have the fuck men type energy. If you listen to Low, like that's her being like, "No, I'm a, I'm a be on my hoe shit now." Mm, hell yeah! And then and then you go and the song conceited is like, "I don't need no friends, no man, nothing. It's all about me." But in like a, I'm a do me type of thing. I agree. Bamless is Australian artist. I'm with you. I mean, I'm just like, you know, like, you know, I, it's not for you, dog. Damn. You're right. You're right. I I, I don't have any ex uh, hate. No, you ever. don't. You don't want to kill your ex. You're you're. No, I you. don't. Caesar, you don't either. You, you don't, don't have either. her blasted on your body. <laughs> oh, Lord. That's <laughs> Christ. <laughs> but I don't I'm, either. I don't want either. The record show. I don't want to do that either. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm like, come on, you kill an ex and his new shorty. Like, damn, dog. Like, come on now. <laughs> like, damn, dude, really? It, it, it's art. It's interpretive, dog. Yeah, I'm just like, that's a little toxic. There, it's a little bit much. But she's an un- she's an uninvo- unevolved scorp. So, uh... she's Scorpio. She's Scorpio. Yeah. 
Yeah. Makes sense. Unevolved. Makes sense. Um, <laughs> okay, but now I'm just, I'm just, I'm, I'm kind of joking. It is like, it is probably like one of the better R&B albums. But I was just like, damn, she said X again. Oh, next song, all right. X. Like, goddamn, dog, for real. Uh, <laughs> I'm like, I'm just like, I don't want to, I don't want her giving men that credit. Like, come on now. Um, okay, my album of the year. Um, because I'm, I am a dictator. I did two of them. Um, but, but it's because I knew this was gonna happen. Actually, I have to be in full agreement with Caesar on this. One of my picks was honestly never mind. Oh wow. Although I don't really like it that much. Mm. Um, but for all the reasons Caesar said is why I wanted to give it album of the year. I think Drake went out of his lane, did something totally different, did dance music, and I can respect that a lot. Now I listened to the album, I didn't really love it. I felt like he was a bit too wordy on a lot of those songs. I don't think he really knows how to make uh dance music with vocals. He's like rapping over the songs and it's too wordy, but I can respect it, but I also gave album of the year to Beyonce for the same reason. Um, get into that dance music lane. Um, I really loved You Won't Break My Soul a lot. Very um, good song. Very classic, good song. like a classic Chicago house beat on there. Um, and but I, I think just, that was a good example of how to like be on there, how to like sound on there. Like, exactly. Drake, I don't think he knows how to just feel himself within the music. No. And obviously, you could tell Beyonce knows. Like, yes. that song is just so so tuned perfectly. Yeah, she and also women like singing sounds better on house music than like rapping. It does. Um, yeah, it does. It does. But um, but both of them kind of going into that lane, I respected a lot from like big artists, like. I listened to her, what was it, Lemonade was the album before this, and yeah. it's totally different than this album, Renaissance. Mm-hmm. So um, that were, those were my two albums of the year that even though I'm never going to listen to them, but that was my uh, albums of the year. Um, what are we doing next? Best female artist. We already know Holly's, so Holly will go first. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's pretty obvious it's, it, that it's going to be SZA. Ma'am? Oh. Um, <laughs> uh, I just think, like, album, everything aside, like, she just planned everything really well um, leading up to the album, all the anticipation, um, all the drops, all the hints that she made. And, uh, yeah, I think it's just she planned it really well, and everyone is fiending over this album. Um, it's taken over like charts, everything, the internet. It's doing um, great, yeah. And so, uh, I just think, yeah, for for something that just literally just dropped before the year's over, like it's quite incredible. So she gets best female artist of the year. I'll give her this credit. Um, I did watch uh, Lizzo had a show on Amazon called Watch Out for the Big Girls, where she did like a competition where she picks uh, background dancers, and, th- and she always had like the big girl background dancers. And SZA did make a guest appearance on there. And I thought that was cool. And I gave her some credit. I'll give her some credit for that. I think she was high out of her mind. But um, it was cool that she was on there, you know, showing some love. And the show's really good. Y'all should watch it. Caesar, female okay. artist. Um, Mine is more of a... Uh, my female artist, I wouldn't say is necessarily because they had the best music career. Um, I'm giving to give this person 
love out of everything they've been battling this year through controversy in the court system, through disgusting male behavior towards her. I want to give best female artist to Megan Thee Stallion because as a female artist, I feel like especially in America, um, she's had to rise against not only racial prejudice as a black woman, but also just as a woman in general and how people have been treating her through the court case dealing with Tory Lanez. Um, she was shot in the foot, both feet, and people have played denial. They've slut shamed her. They've um, said horrific things that don't constitute on what actually happened. And even after the guilty charge and the two counts, people are like academics are still running propaganda narrative that, you know, the jury deliberation was fake and influence. It's sad. It's shameful. Um She's a, a, a prominent female artist and deserves the respect along. Even if she wasn't that she's a human being, she deserves for her voice to be heard and the, the truth to be OK. And, and I think that the jury did a great job in, in the trial and settling the guilty charges on Tory Lanez. Another gar- garbage Canadian that we have here. Can you can we deport him back? Can you guys take him back? I don't want him. <laughs> I don't want Tory Lanez here in America. Take him back. Um, yeah, Megan Stallion, I'm with you. We, I'm riding with you. I'm gonna give you this award. You are the best female artist for things outside of music this year. I think it seemed like uh, Holly, uh, a little angry. Maybe she's on Tory's side <laughs> as a fellow Canadian. There, no, okay, all right, CJ. Let me get two Megan Thee Stallion songs. Let me get two, uh, Hot Girl, okay, and and then the one with the uh, Cardi B, okay, what's the name of it? Uh, I forgot the name, but it's a banger though. And uh, 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 come yeah. on now, wet ass pussy. Okay, okay, Jesus, I can't say that right. What's wrong? With that? <laughs> yeah, wop, big wop. Yeah, there and, we go. Uh, there we go. Wop and uh, hot, hot girl summer, or whatever. <laughs> okay, damn. Um, okay, my best female artist. Um, and I do have an honorable mention. Like, damn, y'all want to do the honorable mentions? But anyway, my best female artist was uh, Glorilla. Um, she got that song with Cardi B. I kind of like it, and I thought it was really cool that a rapper from, like, a female rapper from Memphis, is linking up with a rapper from New York. I thought that was really cool, and that song go hard. I'm sure Holly knows it or knows of it. No, the Glorilla and Cardi B. I don't know. What Damn, song? I thought. What's the track? Thought you, Who the hell is this? Yeah, I don't know Glorilla. Dang! I th- don't let me be up on the game right now. Um, she does have no, a gorilla she, tattoo on her neck, which is kind of gangster. She, yeah, I like that. I, I like that song she got with Cardi B. Um, and I just thought it was cool that these two artists are linking up. And Glorilla, who is from Memphis, is all up in New York in the video, like on the stoop. I thought that was dope. I do know her. I saw her on Drewski's live last night or the night two nights ago. You're hilarious. She also did have another thing that she said that I thought was really cool that she actually said this out loud, but it's a bit too graphic to mention it here. Um, Also, my honorable mention, even though I have tried to listen to this artist in the past, and I do think she's kind of whack, actually, um, but she headlined Glastonbury and Coachella as like a very young person. Billie Eilish. Um, I don't like her music at all. Um, and Why is I, the headline relevant? Well, what, because she's like good? the she's she's the youngest female artist to headline Glastonbury and Coachella. Oh. So I'm like, okay, that's pretty cool. That's a big deal. Um, and I saw a little interview of her saying like she was she like didn't think she'd ever be able to do that, and she did. But um, I question her talent. But mm. 
Yeah. She's like, huge, I, though. I feel like she's a bit of a plant, to be honest with you. I feel like she's a bit of an industry plant. And we'll see where she is in five years. She, she, I remember somebody telling me some story about her when I was at a jacuzzi one time. And she's like in L.A. and like they knew her mom or something like that. So and they were talking to basically like, well, this was like a plan since she was 10. I was like, oh, OK, well, hey, there you deep, go. deep jacuzzi conspiracies. Yeah, I mean, gloaty. Yeah. Damn, where was I? Uh, although it seems like Holly's a fan of Billie Eilish. You're a fan? No, um, not overly. Like, I think she's talented like i don't listen to her music at all either um i, I tried i tried i i i, I gave I it think a she's for the tried. zoomers she's for the zoomers uh, yeah i would agree. like barely though i think her her vibe is cool like she seems like a cool person yeah she could be a plant but she also kind of seems like she hates the industry as well like she gives off um that kind of vibe i do watch her vanity fair interview every single year even though um, I don't, I'm not a fan, but if you, if you don't know about it, she's done the same Vanity Fair interview for like six years now. And they always, um, they ask the same questions and they go through like all the years. Like she started when she was like 16 and now she's like, what, 20 or 21. Oh. It's kind of cool. It's like how many Instagram followers you have, but then it also asks more relevant questions like of this past year, but yeah. Not really a fan, but she's like, a are, are you a robot like like Lana Del Rey? No, I'm joking. Uh, <laughs> Me okay. or Billie Eilish? Who? Billie Eilish. Oh. Lana <laughs> Del Rey's a robot? That's my conspiracy. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Let's go. Um, since two of us are in one country and one of us is in another, let's go best international artist, Holly. Let's hear your international artist of the year 2022. Okay. Um, this one I do have an honorable mention for. Nice. So my best international artist of the year was Harry Styles. Okay. Um, I just think he I loved his album that came out earlier this year. That was definitely up there for me um i bumped that for like a couple months straight um and i just think he's he seems like a cool guy um one direction who like nobody cares about that anymore it's all about (laughs) harry styles um and he's international because he's british so yes yes he is and then my honorable mentions was um thames because i love her so she's she's up there as well it was it was a tough choice for me between. Mm. between the two, it was a tough choice. Yeah, but well, I went with Harry Styles because I, I I bumped his album a little bit more. Got his nails painted like Caesar currently. I mean, he's done way more than me. He goes harder. Well, I'll step your game up then. Well, I got to get a dress, but I'm kind of big. Sequence. I got to get a dress and some sequence, but I'm too large. Um, <laughs> it's easy to do that stuff when you're tiny and skinny. I'm jealous. Um, we'll get you a dress made. How about that? That'd be great. Um, for me, you know, I was, I was hoping Holly would pick an American artist just to like finesse the international. But like, Holly, you're such a gangster for that because you're technically in Canada. So cool. Kinda but racist. I can respect Harry Styles. He, he does racist. have that one banger song, which I like. I forgot the name, though. Um, the, Watermelon the, or something? Yeah, that one's a banger. Whatever. Um, uh, my favorite international artist, no surprise, is Thames. Um, mm. I just... Everybody, any when I hear music, I feel some things I don't. It depends. I have music genres for different time, 
types of things I'm doing in my life for different phases. But something that seems to soothe me is Tim's on the track. When I hear Tim's, she just soothes your boy. She eases my soul. She brings back a little of the love I felt when I first made Big Africa my playlist and how good I felt in my heart when I made that playlist and how those songs still hit. She just always still is able to touch at those chords that other Afrobeat artists that I listen to, they don't do that for me anymore. That's kind of died out a little bit for me. But she still hits me right there, and it, it, it's a nice feeling. So I want to give her that. She's my favorite national artist of the year. You know, Afrobeat, you know, me and Caesar, 2017, bumping the hell out of Afrobeat. Then I heard an Afrobeat song in Starbucks. I was like, what is going on here? It really changed. We used to like, be Googling who's playing Afrobeats here. I'd be like, oh, like up in like uh, like far away in other states and shit, like Massachusetts. I'm like, what? I'm like, what, like, how did Afrobeat become so mainstream? Like, y'all are ruining it, dude. I remember I was tweeting about Wizkid nothing. One time I tweeted about Wizkid, I got like 3,000 likes on there. I'm like, what? Oh, y'all know about Wizkid now? What the fuck? Yeah, it's all Nigerians, though. <laughs> Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. yeah, but uh, sadly, uh, the, the Afrobeat got really mainstream. It's kind of like, damn, dog. All right. Um, but I do still go back to Big Africa, them 2017, 18 Afrobeat songs. We're bumping the other day at the party. Oh, nice. Wait. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I was drunk. Um, my best international artist is from Canada. Um, he is an artist that has two monikers. He uh his his kind of goes by caribou. I remember talking about him with uh, Holly. She never knew who he was. But um he has another moniker named Daphne, and Daphne is more dance music, uh more like house music. And um he released an album this year. Um I, I like the album's called Cherry. I like all the songs. The only kind of thing is a little bit annoying is that uh the songs are kind of short for dance music, and I'm like um, you know, a three minute song like these are like songs like a DJ plays. I'm like, this song is three minutes and thirty seconds. Can we get the seven minute versions? Like, what are you doing here? Dance music is supposed to be long. Yes, like uh, like I just want to rock. You need to make it like at least five minutes. But um, that's my only thing. But this the album Cherry is really good. Uh, by Daphne from Canada, from Toronto. But Holly does not know him yet. Yet. Um. Should we get into the retro artists? Holly just did hers uh, 10 minutes ago. I did. This was the last one I did because I didn't get. <laughs> didn't understand. Yep. Yeah. Okay, I kind of want to get Caesar's first. I feel like Caesar's going to have a lot to say. My retro right? artist of the year. Wait, are you going to have a lot to say? Yes, I'll go first. Okay, good. make it a little bit longer. Cause goddamn. My retro artist of the year. I want to say that this is someone who I've listened to very passively over time, but she has ascended a big time this year. She has received a lot of mainstream activity for being featured on one of the biggest Netflix smash hits. I'm talking about the queen herself, the legend, and she's not related to the worst president in United States history. I'm talking about Kate Bush. Um, I think running up the hill, the way it was cinematically produced and and brought into Stranger Things. It just, it was so cool because as someone who enjoys Kate Bush myself, seeing how they were able to incorporate it within like the whole vibe of, of Stranger Things, which is a show that I don't even like love that much. I thought it was just so good. Like it, I don't know. It, it was fantastic. It felt good. 
And I was like, you know, let me let me let me go and give one to Kate Bush one time. And I, had, I had to give it to Kate Bush. So uh, I thought that was dope how they did in Stranger Things. And I, I wanted to I, and it kind of reinvigorated that love for the music I have for her. So I thought it was really cool to bring it back. You know, I love me some Kate Bush. My favorite song, Central. My World. favorite Bush. Uh, my favorite song, Sensual World by her. Um, she also produced all her own music. Uh, very talented. She does have a song with Prince. I think they were the same height. Um, <laughs> she is of Irish descent too, so don't play her out like she's like she's some Tory. No. Um, but yeah, love me some Kate Bush, Wuthering Heights, and she she is very uh literary in her music. She liked to fashion her songs off of literature, which I thought was really cool. She do have some really goofy songs too that are hilarious, but it's cute. I'm down. But definitely running up the hills a classic, and um. Uh, yeah, might as well say this. There's this uh, local punk band and the lead singer, I was going to tell her, this is before uh, Running Up That Hill blew up on Stranger Things. Like, I want to say this was like early in the summer. I was going to tell her that her punk band should cover that song. Like, I'm like, if you cover Running Up That Hill, that will blow up, like kind of in a punk version. But she was a little bit mean to me. And I was like, you know what? I'm not going to tell her then. And, I, and if I would have told her, Imagine, imagine where they could have been. I'm gonna hold on to this. Yeah, I'm like, damn, you were, you were, you weren't really nice right then. So you know what? <laughs> could have been big by now. That's a that's a great story. I don't know why. <laughs> um, Holly, let's get your retro artist of the year. Okay, I mean, mine's not really that exciting or um, intricate as Caesar's was, but. Um, my retro artist of the year, simply because I can listen to the song all the time, no matter what, when it comes on shuffle, I will play it through, sometimes even repeat it. Um, but it's Charles and Eddie for their one song, Would I Lie to You. Please tell me you know that song. Caesar, do you know that? I don't know that. I don't no, know. 100% you know it. I think you need to play. Can you sing it? No. Would I would I lie to you? Would I lie to you by Charles and Eddie? Yeah. Wait, wait can you can you, how how does it go? Would I lie to you? <laughs> I'm trying I'm trying real hard to get you to sing on this uh <laughs> uh I wonder if I know it, but I just don't uh you have to know it. It's 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 old, and I, I don't even know who these guys are. I don't know who Charles and Eddie are. They're definitely a unique they, duo. They could be a one hit wonder, but okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna listen to it in this uh, in this here to see it. if I know it. And if I, I'm sure if I know it, I'll, I'll be able to know if Caesar knows it. Oh, look into my eyes. Oh, tell yeah. me what you see. Would I lie to you, baby? Would I? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know the song. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know the song. I just, I don't think I ever knew their name, but I definitely know that song. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Look into my eyes. Tell me. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know. The song. I think I know it, but like not that much though. But that's cool though. That's gangster. I, I like that. I wonder if they're alive. I do like that big hoop ring. I might, I might do that myself. It's kind of hard. <laughs> the big hoop ring. I feel like somebody crushed. else might have done that song, and I know it better from that. I'm sure there's covers of it, yeah. Yeah. 
Okay. Um, my best uh, retro artist of the year was, um, you know, I did some DJing this year and a lot of times I like to play older music and a few times I played some of her songs, they always get a big reaction. Uh, Shaka Khan. Um, Shaka Khan is a real one, super diva. Uh, and, uh, you know, she battled with Caesar. You okay? Yeah, I'm good. I was just looking at the Bone Thugs version, but go ahead. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> what's the name? Uh, but yeah, Shaka Khan always got a big reaction. Um, you know, everybody loves Ain't Nobody, Nobody Love Me Better Than You. Um, you know, Kanye blew up from um, Through the Fire. You know, he made Through the Wire. You know, that's got him on. Yeah, he um, changed the song on like Creeping. <laughs> you feel me? Um, but yeah, Shaka Khan, one of the best singers ever um, in music history, like an amazing vocal talent. And, um, yeah, it's funny when she does interviews and stuff now because she's so mean. It's hilarious. She talks shit about Ariana Grande and all these people. I'm like, God damn. Everybody. <laughs> I'm like, you don't give a damn. But she's still out there doing her thing. Yeah. And I love it. Um, I'm actually really excited for this uh, category here. I'm really excited what Holly's going to say. Underrated artist of the year. Oh, Caesar did a smirk, so he's got a good one too. I feel like uh, my picks for underrated and overrated are going to be controversial. Um, but my underrated um, artist of the year, forgetting about what happened in 2017, is Post Malone. Underrated? <laughs> yes. He's huge. <laughs> He's huge. underrated. No, yeah, he he's, he is big, but he's still underrated. He, he, I think he went diamond on YouTube. His song had like <laughs> 1.5 billion views. The okay. sunshine one with the <laughs> sunshine. Yeah, no the song, the Spider Man no song he did had like 1.5 billion views. That's, that was a couple years ago. That's okay, true, true. He, he hasn't dropped an album for a few years. He kind of like. Went under the radar a bit. Wait, he he dropped an album this year. He dropped an album this year, but oh. before that one, it had been, um, I think, at least two or three years before he, um, since his last album. Okay. And he kind of states it in the album that, like, you know, he fell off, came back. His um, one of the tracks is like a letter to his, um, himself about his love hate relationship with alcohol because I think he has, um you know, some, a bit of issues with that personally. Mm. I don't know. I just think he's underrated. 49 million listeners a month on YouTube <laughs> Spotify. Oh, you're trying to make me find some underground Whoa. person who's like really underrated. Like, no, no, I'm joking, Canada I'm population in one month. <laughs> no, I'm joking. I'm joking. No, it's fine. <laughs> I'm just, I, I did it too last year and Bam got mad at me. I did I did a popular underrated one. He was like, that's ridiculous. No, I think honestly, it was ba- I think it was a little baby. I said it was underrated. It's <laughs> like, are you kidding me? He's huge. <laughs> no, I don't even listen to Post Malone. So I, like I understand where you're coming from because he has kind of fallen out of like the everyday talk kind of guy. So yeah. I feel you. Okay, Caesar, who's your underrated? My underrated artist is named after two things I identify with. 
Number one, being emotional. Number two, I love oranges. My underrated artist of the year is actually a group called Emotional Oranges. Caesar. Um, what? They're big, dude. They're not. They're not big. Emotional Oranges is big. They're not big. Oh, my God. She just dropped Post Malone. I can't get on Emotional Oranges. I mean, I feel you. I feel you. What the hell? <laughs> They've never even had a smash hit song yet. They're just, they're like kind of big, low key, but you're not right, like big, right. big. I mean, they f- gotta, you don't even know one album name. Shut the fuck out of here. Okay. They they only got a million listeners a month. Yeah. So. They, she got 40 of them in one month with Post Malone. It's 40 <laughs> million people more. Anyways, Emotional Oranges, they make, they remind me of, I don't know if um, you remember that uh, song from like the early 2000s, Don't Mess With My Man. Um, do you <laughs> yeah, remember that song? Yeah, of course. Okay, I don't know why you're giggling for. <laughs> the fuck is so funny? It's a great song. I'm gonna be the one to one give it to you. you. That song is is really important to me because it's like one of the one of like the early hip hop songs I remember being a fob in America. I just remember that song very much. And they kind of have. Like that. Um, can do I finish? Know, do you know who whose song that is? Yeah, Nivea, Nivea, whatever. Nivea. And who else? And uh, uh, one of the dudes from, um, uh, he's half of the the, the shook one guys or whatever, right? What? He's, he's half of a, a rap group. I forgot the name. Mob What's, Deep? Yeah. Isn't it the guy from Mob Deep? Who is it? Holy shit. Who is it? It's the dude from Jagged Edge. Yo. Oh, yeah, yeah. One of the twins in Jagged Edge. One of the twins from Jagged Edge. Don't ever sleep. I know there's twins on there. He's one of the twins in Jagged Edge. He does a song, too. It never worked out for him. Because it doesn't work out for the other twin ever. But anyways, Bama's the worst. Emotional oranges, they kind of remind me of that same kind of style that um they'll mess around that that, that vibe of like the male female um relationship kind of talk hip hop kind of attitude, like early like early two thousands kind of music. They do that a lot in the in songs they make, and it just sounds really cool. Um I don't like volume two, but their the juice volume one I think is really good. And their last album is pretty good too. They have some sits on here like West Coast Love and um um yeah, they got some hits on there. I they're always like a good listen. And also if you're with somebody, you're just not, you know, riding with somebody in the car, it's always a good uh, bump because it's like it's hard to not like kind of like vibe to it. So it's always good to put on the car too. Yeah, I like emotional. Just they're just a good vibe, good energy. I always kind of felt like they were industry plants too, actually, though. Yeah, I think so too. I, and I'm also right. mad that they're not in a relationship. It kind of makes me annoyed a little bit too. I'm like, you guys aren't even a couple, but you'd be talking real, real couple. It makes me a little comfortable, but go off. Yeah. But it's all good though. Yeah. Um, okay. My uh, underrated artist of the year is going to get an eye roll from Caesar. Uh, my boy, he got shot last year. He got shot up bad. Staples all, staples all in his stomach. You know what I mean? He got, and his homie died. In that shooting is a car to car shooting off Manchester and Crenshaw, I think, honestly, in LA. His boy Darby got killed, but he survived. They thought he was out of here, but he survived. Frosty the Snowman, aka Snow Gerb. He's out here putting out songs. They're fire. First of all, Caesar's funny because every Frosty song I've sent him, he was bumping into, he was liking it. He liked Make It Cheesy. Make you, Jesus banger. Yeah, you like them songs. He's got some fire. I'll never listen to him or follow him, but I'm I like when you do put it on. It's a good, it's a good switch up. It's a it's fire songs. Uh he's from Inglewood. Uh everybody knows that I like if I'm gonna listen to some gangster rappers from LA, I want to hear the Bloods rapping. I don't want to hear no Crips rapping. 
Uh, not for real anyway. Um, but yeah, Frosty goes hard. I don't know if Holly would like Frosty that much. I feel like you'd be like, this is a bit much for me. But maybe though, I don't know. Um, I don't know. But Frosty is my underrated artist of the year in 2023. He's going to be releasing some bangers. You got a album coming up with Project Baby Twin out of Watts. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> I'm just doing this so Caesar can be annoyed. <laughs> Uh, Caesar and I rode through Watts a few years ago. I got my first vaccine shot in Watts. You know what I mean? It was very ghetto uh, for sure. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, Holly, how familiar are you with LA? Like, not really, or because I don't know what people know about LA from other places. No, I'm not. I'm not familiar with it. But like, you've heard of Compton and stuff, maybe. Oh, yeah. 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 What about Watts? Have you heard of Watts? Probably in songs. Okay, yeah. okay. Kind of what, what about Inglewood? No. No. Okay. That's where all the football those sports teams are at. What about Long Beach? Long Beach, yeah. Okay. Because Snoop. Okay. I told you we're bigger than Inglewood, anyways. I mean you um, are. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, okay, let's get overrated artists. This is always one of my favorites, overrated artists. It's always one of my favorites. Uh, uh, this is my only honorable mention. Oh, nice. I love that. Holly, let's get even though Holly, you're kind of nice, so I feel like you didn't even want to do this, but let's get your overrated artist of the year. Okay. Um, this one again controversial probably to you too, but um this artist is my overrated artist every year. Mm. But like respectfully, respectfully overrated. I have and, an I have an idea. Okay, you can let me know. If it's who you're thinking, but it is my fellow Canadian. Yes. Drake. Drizzy Drake. Yes. <laughs> is Caesar crying or laughing? He's like, why are you hating on? He's like, he's like, just because he lives two floors above you in that building. <laughs> <laughs> but okay, but like again, respectfully, like I, I do it's not overrated as in like, oh, he doesn't deserve the credit that he gets or like the you know he does have some bangers and dropping an album every year um is impressive and like a different one each time at that so I do like him I just think like realistically every year he's probably just a bit overrated because he could drop absolute dookie and it still is you know up there in the charts for whether it's for good reasons or bad reasons, but I don't know. I'm I not mad at it. I'm not, I'm not mad at it. Yeah. Like yeah. No. Yeah. Caesar, what you got? Overrated. Well, now I just added Post Malone on here, random <laughs> shocker. And no, I'm, like, like <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Okay. I'm going to do my honorable mention first. Interesting. I want to just list this person on here because the only reason they're overrated is because I've never seen someone's name be discussed so much in current trend. And not one person can tell me a single song this person has made, what hit they've made, what they've contributed, and why the hell they were allowed to immigrate here. I gave it to Tory Lanez. Uh, <laughs> I've never seen someone have such a popularity, popularity clout, especially during COVID when he's doing the IG lives. But we do not 
no one song. What song did he make? <laughs> what does is Holly, it? Does Holly know some songs? That's a Canadian. Um, I don't really listen to Tory Lanez. Yeah, no. See, Holly's still an ally. Look, listen here, dog. Uh, the Tory Lanez, yeah, I, everyone talks about him, but no one knows a song. I hate him. The lawnmower dude is right here outside my window. We, we awesome. can't. We, okay, we can't okay good, good. Thank God for this mic. Yeah, so I got to give it to Tory Lanez. Now, I'm going to give this overrated artist, and everybody in North America is going to disagree with me. Everybody probably outside of there, too. Everybody's going to hate me for this, and I honestly, I don't care. I don't care. I stayed I stayed quiet when the album came out, out of, out of everybody being, like, emotional about it. I don't care. I think the most overrated artist is Kendrick Lamar. I don't care. Ooh. I'm sorry. I I don't show me watch the video of him sitting on the stool rapping while people are walking down a runway and tell me if this dude is not overrated. It's one of the dumbest things I've ever seen in my life. I'm from I'm from Long Beach and everyone here is obsessed with him and everybody in LA is obsessed with him and it's a whole thing and I am not. I'm not obsessed. It's overrated. How Holly feels about her resident Canadians, how I feel about my resident Angeline, um, um, Kendrick Lamar. I'm sorry. Overrated. I, I don't want to hear it. it. No one's even talking about him anymore, really. It's, it's, I'm sorry. The album is not ever timeless either. It's, it's, I'm sorry. No, no. I, I can appreciate Caesars because I can't stand no short rapper. And both them dudes are short, I did. Though. I did do two artists, rappers under 5'6", yeah. as my overrated, and I'm going to keep attacking the Short Kings as long as this show goes on. <laughs> I do remember Tory Lane's like first song that was uh, like a, like kind of got him on the scene. What was it called? He, he was singing, but I don't remember like the exact name of that song. But it was they, like a it was like a flip of an like of an R and B song that was like popular in the nineties. Is he like an R and B artist? I'm so confused. I don't he, know what he, he does. He kind of did the Chris Brown thing. The like only he, thing he's popping for is freestyling on a, on a Twitch stream. Well, is what okay, he's also, big off of. Also, he's done a few like freestyles where he's rapping and he's like taking people's bars and like people have been like. This like look. This is like literally Cassidy's lines. Like, so he's a bit phony. He does that a lot, or he'll like sample like a lot, which like is cool. I love when artists sample old songs or something like mm-hmm. that. But I swear he does like every single track. Yeah. There's no like, original is, pieces. Is this, yeah, is this really yours? Like, I remember the first. I think this was the first video he did after the shooting Meg stuff came out. And I never seen somebody have like people in the background that look just like you literally just grab people off the street. Like it was like you have no entourage. You were just like, hey, if you're in uh, Camden right now, just please come to my video shoot. Like it was so weak. And also, I remember he was at the Breakfast Club and they were having the camera like above him and he was like getting mad because he was going to show his bald spot. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah, and also I hate the video of him playing basketball when he didn't get his hair plugs fixed and his like hair was all patchy and he's like Oh my god. Oops, I'm like you don't need to do this. You you can just not go outside today. It's okay. I think dog. I think he thought he was hard after he pressed Travis Scott that time and yeah. I'm like I don't think Travis Scott want to fight anybody. I mean, he's like, like I'm not even trying to troll. He's literally five three. Like it's literally, like yeah. literally, it's really strange. He's probably like, "What's wrong with you, bro?" <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay. My my uh, overrated artist is also another short guy. Um. 
I I have liked songs by this guy in the past, but I thought he came back really corny when he got out of jail. And this was like supposed to be his big hit uh, when he came out was super gremlin. And I heard I was like, this is garbage. Kodak Black. I'm like, what is this song? This is really corny. It sounds like hard knock life. And it's really whack. And also when he got pardoned by Trump, I'm like, dog, you're supposed to be some gangster, dude. Like, you don't got to go put on the hat and go to Mar-a-Lago. Like, the dude uh, parting you, chuck the deuce and keep it cry- keep it moving, yo. Like, aren't you supposed to be some gangster? Like, you paid to get pardoned. Everybody knows that. Chunk a deuce, uh, thanks, buddy, and keep it pushing. Don't go uh, skinning and grinning over there to Mar-a-Lago with no damn Make America Great Again hat on. And also, another thing y'all are not going to care about, um, when he came out of just, he was over here typing something, he's like, Jesus Christ. Um, when he when he was in jail, he had, he had an interview when he came out of jail. He said that when he was locked up, he was running with the bloods. I'm like, really? You're supposed to be some super Zoe Haitian out here. But if you remember, after Nipsey got killed, he was talking about he wanted to go holler at Laura London. And then a lot of people were like mad at him about that. So his ass got locked up and the Crips was on his ass. So he started getting extorted by the the bloods. Is probably like, hey, dude, like we'll protect you, but you're gonna need to pay us. Mm-hmm. And his lame, corny, fake gangster ass got in there and got extorted by the bloods because the Crips is gonna beat his ass or kill him for the shit he said about Nipsey's ex widow. Kodak Black overrated. You're corny. He he's categorically had one of the worst appearances on freshman freestyle in history okay. on XXL. That video of him over there, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. it was like hilarious. Well, he just said Todd randomly. Yeah, yeah. it like Todd is just <laughs> incredible. I think he's a more he's a comedian. Like his clips are funny. Like the video of him on Breakfast Club uh, is one of my favorite videos of all time. Um, but. <laughs> I do think the only album I think he made that was really good and was Dying to Live in 2018, the Dying to Live. I think that's a fantastic album. I love that album. And I have just not listened to Kodak Black ever since then. It's never brought me back. And then the I listened to Super Gremlin because I love that title. I was like, oh, you may, you name a song Super Gremlin, I'm going to click on it. That's a great name. And I was like, what is this? And I turned it off. Really <laughs> Kodak do have one of my favorite hip-hop songs called Snot Thought. <laughs> <laughs> but I like it because he's like talking about a girl who's like a thought, but he still like her. And I'm, I'm, I'm like that. Like, you've been out there doing your thing. Like, I like that. So I can respect <laughs> that song. But that was like back in the day. Now, Kodak, you're really lame and you're overrated. Um Okay, what is the next one? Overrated? Oh, Bring Back a Dead Artist. Ooh, one of my favorites. Caesar's gotten mad at me for these in the past. Holly, let's bring back a dead artist. Let's resurrect them right now. Okay, I'm going to resurrect a woman who just died um, this year. And... A movie and soundtrack will never be the same without her. And that is um, Olivia Newton-John. <laughs> Grease. Okay. She's known for Grease. Um, Sandra she has, D. I don't she know. Has some, I she has some bangers. Movie. She has some bangers, too. She has some of her own bangers. Um, 
as well, but I can never watch Grease the same again. I'll be pouring one out for her every time I watch it. And I love that movie. So I, I would bring back Olivia Newton-John just to hear, um, look at me, I'm Sandra D once again. Let's get physical. Okay, banger. that's a that's a banger as well. That's a banger. Okay, when did when did she die? Actually, like was it? It was recent, right? It was recent, either yeah. the summer or just after. Okay, okay. I'm I'm with it. Caesar, fan of Olivia Newton-John or no? I don't really know. I, I never really watched uh, Grease, to be honest. I'm gonna I've be seen honest. it come on, though, but I never really watched it. I never could get into Grease, but I do uh, Olivia Newton-John. I do know that song you named, the first one you named, uh, what was the first one you named by her? Let's Get Physical? Yeah, I've heard Let's Get Physical. I've heard that song before. Um, it's a popular 80s song, yeah. Yeah, that's a huge song. For me, you know, I was trying to be all, like, cool, who I want to bring back, and I'm like, oh, I still listen to this artist today, even though he's dead, he's still dropping albums. I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to stop capping. I don't I don't really care. None of the people I want to bring back stack up to this person. This person is a deity, okay? They are, they are a metaphysical being in music. Apart from some controversy. I would love to bring back the only one, Mikael Jackson, um, I just, there's just nobody who has been a part of my life more than his music. I, that was the only artist that I ever teared up for when they passed away. Um, and with the funny stories that the minute he, pa- he died, well, he went to, he got hospitalized. I was actually asking out this girl to be my girlfriend and I didn't know what was going on. And I just never texted her back, which is funny enough because I was just so caught up in this Michael Jackson thing. It literally messed me up. And I have the pictures from that day, too, of me hanging out with her. It, I'll never forget it. In the background, it shows the TV and it's KTLA on. He's going to the hospital. Michael Jackson, I just, I, you know, it's, I can't. I don't know what to say. I just would love for him to come back in a music aspect. I'm sorry about the stuff that happened that ruined people's lives potentially, but... Music wise, just you know, he's he's responsible for every everything we hear today. You know, I want to I want to give it to Michael Jackson. You know, uh been listening to Rock My World on repeat. Um, okay, bye. Um, <laughs> you know, Michael Jackson's just I mean, I don't know if Holly's still Holly might be like, no, nah, I can't Holly might give Michael Jackson the R. Kelly treatment. I don't I don't know. I don't. I I, I was pretty torn. I was like 13 when he passed and like beforehand like for some reason that really hit me like had had I ever really listened to Michael Jackson before no but as soon as he passed it was like his his, all of his songs were just playing and I remember I got like a shirt that had it was like sequence and it was his like silhouette and I wore that every day or well you know as much as I could it was my favorite shirt that's really cool but like it was you know after he passed unfortunately. yeah i used to i used to steal my mom's kitchen mitt and moonwalk down the hallway with like one kitchen mitt on i wanted to be him so bad that was so cool i just remember um there was a the police had killed a guy named freddie gray in baltimore um i want to say it was like 2015 16 maybe yeah 15 and there was like big protests in baltimore over the police killing freddie gray well let me take that back uh they got found not, not guilty, but Freddie Gray was killed in police custody or he died in police custody. 
And I just remember during these protests, there was a dude in the middle dancing, doing the Michael Jackson dances. And I'm like, that is such a great form of protest to me. Like he's out there hitting the Michael Jackson moves. Like he's like all his, all the emotion he's feeling is like, I'm going to hit these Michael Jackson moves to express my feelings. And Michael Jackson is always going to be the biggest artist of all time. No matter where you go in the world, everybody knows Michael Jackson. Everybody knows the moonwalk. You, If you go anywhere in the world right now and you just go in the middle of where everybody's walking and you start dancing like Michael Jackson, everybody's going to stop and be like so happy. And there's no other artist that even has that type of thing. Like, ne- like nobody. Facts. Apart from the controversy, which, you know, hey. Literally, they're showing people in Brazil going in front of a teleprompter, like a big screen out in the, the hall just to see if Michael Jackson was going to not die in a hospital. Like, people went to <laughs> outside in, the, like, the plaza to go watch to see the updates. Like, it's... Th- it's insane, you know. It sucks when artists pass away and we get into this weird place of how the rights to the music is distributed and it gets really weird because now the artists pass away and they don't consent to things. But and and it just kind of happens or we re we're resurged by his music. Michael Jackson, you know, it, it's never been us up, down, or even bigger than ever. He's always been that guy, no matter what's been going on. And even the videos of him doing the This Is It tour or like a little like sad slash like beautiful because it's like he looks so skinny and 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 you know a, a shell of himself but knowing he was going to pass away and then you know on a cusp of that another artist passing away the next year is just it was tough it was tough to deal with that back-to-back and and, and people and music around the world unfortunately he doesn't have as many listeners per month as post malone but <laughs> he doesn't how much does michael jackson have per month 32 million but what you know, the fuck this underrated artist <laughs> post malone is doing buku numbers dude you know, oh this, my this, god uh, this underrated artist by the name of postmaster malone is <laughs> like i want him hitting 150 milli a month that's what i want him at <laughs> doesn't he like lifetime sponsorship with budweiser or something this dude is the- yeah <laughs> Um, okay, well, I, like, after all that, like, I feel like I don't even want to necessarily go off about mine, but um, I yeah, played no. this, but um, I played this artist a lot this past year. Um, I kind of discovered more of his dis- discography this year, and I made a, a, I made a playlist, R.I.P. 2016, because Prince, along with George Michael, who is my Bring Back a Dead artist, George Michael, um, he did die also in 2016. And if I'm not mistaken, he died on Christmas. Um, he did actually. Yeah. But, um, yeah, George Michael, one of the, uh, definitely also one of the best uh, artists of all time. Um, you know, I think he was also one of the artists that kind of like one of the artists that came out of the closet early, um, you know, had a career, being like the straight heartthrob and then like like told the world he was gay and it was like you know it was controversial but it was also like he was so um talented and determined to like live his truth that it didn't even like really matter that much but um like and, and definitely in a time where it wasn't like so accepted and he's british too and you know how it can be 
But uh, yeah, George Michael, one of my favorites. Um, love the guy. Me too. But um, let's get into the, mo- uh, movie, the fun ones, the movie and television aspect of the episode the we made it music movie and TV awards. Very excited to hear what you guys have to say. Let's start with Caesar's going to talk a lot. I can tell. Let's start with Holly. Let's get your top two shows of the year. Okay. Um, my top two shows of the year. One of them I think is like pretty up there and my favorite shows of all time um, list. And that is Euphoria. Uh, I honestly, I was a bit late to this Euphoria bandwagon, we'll call it. Um, I think when the first season came out pre-COVID, I'd heard a lot about it. Um, I, I I do love Zendaya. I know I knew she was in in the show, but I just never got on to it. And then, um, with talks of the second season being um finally fi- finally filming um after COVID, once things kind of um cleared out a bit, I watched the first season and I absolutely loved it. Uh, I think. Everything from production, character, story building um, is very good. Um, The music also very good in that show. Acting very good. So it's definitely it's definitely up there for me. And the second season um, didn't disappoint when it finally came out um, earlier this year. My second show is a bit controversial, I would say, because I don't like how it went about. Um, after it came out, um, a lot of things after it was released, a lot of things came out about it, about consent of the story and, um, the things used in the show, but I do like shows like this, these little docu-series, soap opera type, not soap opera, but like soapy documentaries. Um, I was a fan of the Jeffrey Dahmer Netflix show. Mm -hmm. Um, to be honest, like it's it's not something I was really familiar with. Like you know the name, you know that some of the stuff he did, but um, I guess you learn a lot more about it. The only thing I don't like about those shows is a lot of time they do romanticize the main character who is you know not a great person, obviously. Um, so that kind of aside, I think it was a well done show. It opens a lot of eyes towards the stories but you know there were things that came out afterwards about the families not knowing about the show and um not really having giving permission for it to be made and be so accurate in in ways that is not cool like i know that's just like a money grab from netflix and all that stuff but um overall i get the show was pretty good and it was one of the ones i did enjoy this year caesar you liked euphoria a lot too right uh not really personally um uh i just think it's funny it's also produced by um holly's favorite canadian drake um but euphoria um i tried to watch euphoria but i just feel like for me personally not even hayden i'm a little bit snob about some shows i just kind of felt weird watching like a high school drama 
I just kind of made me feel a little strange watching some of the 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 lengths in which the director was willing to go to produce some of the scenes and discussing not just drug abuse but a lot of sexualization. I just felt it was a it made me feel in a weird place with the sexualization of like youth. It, that's just you, for me. Caesar, you wasn't getting it cracking in high school. I was, Who but you I, wasn't, doing? I wasn't. I wasn't watching that level of it. So, um, and I wasn't consuming it at, you know, no, but you know, whatever. I, I'm not saying I wasn't getting it cracking. That's fine. There, there can be that. I just felt a little weird. I don't know, dog. I, I don't know. I, I will say this though. I don't think my opinion matters because I've never given a show a fair shake. Maybe if I gave it a real true watch, I can circle back and be like, you know, you know, it's good or not. I'm down, but I never give it a true watch. I'm going to sit down and just grind it out one day. I'm down. I'm not like Bam where I, I hate everything that's not what in his world. I like all kind of good shows that are popular are, as well. Too. First of all, I watched the whole thing. I, I didn't like it either, but I I'm going to watch the whole thing. I might like it, but I'm, I'm going to tell I'm, you right I'm, now. You're not- I don't give Zendaya time of day. I, she, something about, I, I don't know. I think... I don't want to be mean. I don't want to be mean. Fine. What do you mean you don't give her the time of day? Caesar, because, Caesar. like, I just don't feel like she's that talented. I feel like she's a good actress. I just don't feel watch like she euphoria. has. Just, I, just watch Euphoria. Oh, I, I know. My, trust I me, my cousin fights me all the time about this, too. I, I, I know. understand the. Her range. Know, I Like, I understand the, the drug use and the sexualization of that show. Mm-hmm. Like, it's. Trust me, it is very hard to watch at at points. But um, Zendaya is just a very, very good actor, and like plays the part. I saw that. I was watching you do that. Um, you have to watch the show to understand that she plays the part very well. And like a, I mean, you know, it's it's sad, but it's quite accurate. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna I promise you I'm gonna give it a fair watch. I'm gonna Caesar, you're not gonna like it. You're not gonna like it. You don't know that. I, I know you're not gonna like the story it. Story developing, like I love how every episode kind of. I love when shows. It, it's a continuous story, but every episode is kind of in a different character's um, point of view, or um, you know. It, but it moves the story along, but it it gives you different. Like Zendaya's character Rue is always the main character, but it really gives other characters like you know light in the show and explains a lot of things so, um i like it also responding to another thing i don't need bam knows that i'm a low-key crime snob i watch tons and tons of youtube on two channels i watch jcs crime psychology and explore with us on youtube where it's all these random i watch hours and hours of interrogations and stories on crime youtube it's a low-key obsession of mine so i watched a little bit of jeffrey dahmer um, and it was good, but I, I didn't think it was that crazy. People went to, but I knew the only thing that bothered me about it was the romanticization that happens, the fetishization of like Jeffrey Dahmer, like the actor, because it happens a lot with Hollywood, how they portray a lot of um crime people and people who've committed crimes, especially assaults, murders, R words, etc. <clears throat> they they show these things in a very like light, like a sexualized light, and I think that like that's really whack because um it kind of devalues you know what the victims actually went through when you're ex- you're trying to exploit off the like romanticization of like this of this of this main character which is i think is really whack yeah. they do that a lot in hollywood though As, the bam there was that one movie too that came out right was it 
um, before Jeffrey Dahmer, the other guy, the 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 what's the other crime? Uh, there's always something about a serial killer every two years, dude. You yeah. could go kill a bunch of people and be a white male, you will be famous. Yeah, you are, you got to wear aviators and like a, a a a tan a suit jacket, and you're like popping though. Get a movie. Yeah. Okay. Caesar, let's hear it. All right, my favorite two shows. These, and I'm gonna shout out. One of them is a shout out to my fellow weebs out there. They don't get any love out here. I may, I did this for you, and also I've been hated on for not being a real weeb. I am. I'm, I'm part of the community. Okay, but this show had a season finale that I watched last night, and I already made this last week, and I hated the season finale. I was pissed about it, and it makes me want to take it back. But I'm a man of my word. It's already etched into the metal, you know, for the war. They already hit a hammer on there. It's already, the name's already on there. Number one, I want to say unexpectedly, I watched the show three times. I turned it off first three times. The fourth time I watched it, absolute banger through and through, finish it. Better Call Saul did their season finale this year. The series finale show is fantastic. Just edited perfectly, produced perfectly. The scenes, they have one episode, which is just a whole black and white scene about him being a Cinnabon worker. So artistically dope. I wish I was on that show. I wish I was on that show. Such a great show. Better Call Saul, which is a a prequel to Breaking Bad, but it follows the corrupt lawyer that he had named Saul Goodman and his story in becoming Saul Goodman. So good. Starts off rough, then it gets it really cracking. A lot of, yeah, I think it's a really good movie. Well done. A show, show. Caesar, why did you say about a weeb? I'm gonna name the Weeb Show right now. Oh, okay, okay, because okay, I was confused. My bad. Number two, Bam interrupted me. Um, this show is you know controversial within the Weeb community, the anime lovers. It's a hated on show, but it's a show. Whenever I wear this shirt, everybody always says something to me at, when I wear this shirt out in the street. My Hero Academia did their series finale last night. It's been incredible. Oh, such a good war going on. Uh fantastic story i actually teared up uh watching it a little, little tear came out so i'm still a human um but the series finale series finale happened uh i think thursday night or two nights ago whatever hot trash horrible but if anybody watches anime they know they have no idea how to end the show animes are the worst at ending any kind of series and any kind of season and this was another example but my academy was just fantastic to watch this season this year and i think that yeah, they deserve some love. A good superhero based um um anime story. Really good. Holly, you watched it too? Um <clears throat> I'm not caught up. I'm a little behind on the recent season, but my hero is probably my favorite anime. So yeah. I, my, I like that. Mine is mine is Voltron. Um okay. <laughs> my top two shows, um, this one, this show made me realize that I was a Star Wars nerd. Um, it confirmed it for me. Show is Tales of the Jedi. I was watching it. I didn't even know it was out. I kind of saw it. I actually saw somebody tweet about it. I was like, oh, oh, okay. I didn't even know that was a real thing. So I started watching it. And the level of excitement I had when I noticed, when I realized that was Dooku and Qui-Gon, I was like, holy shit. I guess I am a Star Wars nerd now. Um, but it was also really good. It was a really short episode, six six short episodes, but it was really dope. And my second is um, a show that I was really excited to watch because 
I had seen the movie before and I actually read the books, uh, well, read the book. Um, and this author, I think, died this year, Anne Rice. But they did a show of Interview with a Vampire. And they did a really good job. I thought it was amazing. Um, Interview with the Vampire, the movie with Brad Pitt and Tom Cruise. They kind of like play on the gay theme a little bit. But the show just went all into it. Like, the, although the book doesn't, um, the the show did. Which is like, yeah, you might as well because you're just playing with it in the movie from the '90s, and the show they just be like, yeah, he's gay, and they're they're <laughs> they're lovers, and it makes it a lot better. But um, and they had a really great reveal at the end, so I'm hoping for a season two. But um, the only thing that was annoying is that it's on like AMC Plus, so I had to do like a week trial on Amazon. Same so thing with Better Call Saul. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know where the hell you find this show, but I did that week goddamn joint. Streamlord.com. <laughs> oh, okay. I'll edit that out. But um, but yeah, Interview with the Vampire, really good show there. Okay. Final category before we do our chart reveals. Uh hopefully we can do do this all in 20. Caesar, first of all, you've been talking a lot too, so don't even try to do that. Um <laughs> that's how I felt when you told me your chart. I was just like, Jesus Christ, Lord. <laughs> Um, best and worst movies and shows 2022. Holly, let's hear them. Okay. Um, I don't really watch movies, so I don't have any movies for this. Like, I haven't seen a new movie in a in a while. Um, but for shows, um, we'll start with worst. I tried to watch this show on Netflix. It's called The Watcher. Um, if you don't know it, it's I mean it was it is a true story. Um I know the I know a lot of info about the original story because I I watched like sleuths on YouTube who talk about it, the uh, the BuzzFeed mystery boys or whatever the heck they're called. Um it was basically about this family who was going to move into a house and they get letters from the watcher and it's kind of like threatening or scary um mail that they receive and it's just like it was based off a true story but the show was very inaccurate and if you're gonna do a show like that like a like a documentary series or like you know a docuseries I think to me they have to be accurate of course with consent of anyone who's involved but they have to be accurate you can't just like take a little bit of the story and then just make it a full like clearly that story wasn't long enough or big enough to make a full show out of it so they completely changed it to make a show which i think is really dumb so that's up there for worst shows um another worst show for me was too hot to handle a reality <laughs> don't get me wrong i love it i've watched all four seasons but they <laughs> there's something that needs to change because it's getting it's getting way too repetitive um and there's no way these people don't know they're on too hot to handle like ever since season one they just think they're signing up for a different show no like i think that's bogus (laughs) up there for worst and um up there for best um besides the other two shows that i already mentioned stranger things i absolutely love stranger things um 
again, I was a bit late on the bandwagon, but I caught up um, once season three came out and I was really looking forward to season four. I think they did it really well. And I'm glad, but like sad, but glad that next year's season five will be the last because I do think it's time to probably for it to come to an end. But I think they'll go out with a bang like season five will probably be really, really good. So I'm looking forward to that. It was like a horror movie. Stranger Things? Yeah, last one was like a horror. It was like, yeah. like people getting decapitated on there. I was like, damn. Spoiler. <laughs> You're never going to watch it. Um, I might. And then we're doing best and worst. This is movies, right? Movies, right? Uh, well, I put best and worst movies and shows. Okay. Um, just um, I just, in case put, you I just put, put worst best show. and worst movies. Okay, yeah. I didn't do any shows. Um, You know what? I didn't either, actually. The best movie of the year for me is Black Panther. Um, I thought it was a great movie. Um, I watched it three times. And every time I watched it, I liked the person saying I hadn't watched it yet. And I feel great about that. I'm not, I'm, I'm fine with that lie. Um, I went in there and smiled as in, as if like it was the it was first time seeing it. Um, I just think it was just beautifully made. I think that it incorporated um, a Mayan god that actually resonates a lot with me because he was my favorite character in a video game I used to play, Kukulkin. So it was really cool to see that inclusion of a Kukulkin in there. I think they did a good job. Uh, it it just the CGI was beautiful. Yeah, I think it was a great movie. Um, Bam, uh, it feels differently, but yeah. Well, so. no, I have a, I have a, I'm gonna watch on Disney Plus. But uh, uh, Doctor Umar Johnson said he didn't want to watch Black Panther and see underwater Mexicans. That, that's what that's what he said. Wow, I mean they're literally not Mexican, but it go off. They're Mayan, <laughs> but yeah, man. Doctor Umar hair probably smells bad. Um, let's continue here. Uh, um, the worst movie. This is funny because I'm supposed to hate this movie because I'm a person of inclusion. I don't believe in transphobia. I don't believe in homophobia. I don't feel I don't believe in any of these things when it comes to separate separating and in like uh, uh shedding negative light and, and radicalizing these stereotypes against people of, of different gender and backgrounds. Since when? As this author commonly does. This hot author is a bigot and a hater, JK Rowling. But I have been following the Fantastic Beast series for a while now. Hated the first movie, liked the second movie, kind of. Um, I wa- and I was excited for my favorite character in in Harry Potter to get his own movie, which is Dumbledore. I like Dumbledore a lot. Dumbledore's supposed to be a goon, get it cracking. I watched Secrets of the Dumbledore. What the hell was this movie? I mean, the guy was in there three minutes. It sucked. I fell asleep three times. Um, the worst. It was so bad. I mean, this movie was just, it was just like a lot of like, I, all I can remember is just transition scenes. That's all I remember from the movie. I don't remember scenes. I remember us panning a camera against a fake world and moving to a next scene. That's all I remember. The movie sucked. Um and, and and I know I, I'm a bit, I'm have I have Harry Potter as a place in my heart is one of the first books I've read as a kid, um like the series, uh but this absolutely blue horrible oh terrible and that's that's kind of the story of the Fantastic Beast uh uh lore is it's supposed to be why did you make the series and it was bad wasted all of our time that's how I felt about it and it sucked so you like J.K. Rowling you said okay cool um. <laughs> I don't know about Holly. Holly, I don't know how you feel about uh, I about J.K. Rowling. 
Yeah. I've never really watched Harry Potter. I'm not not into that. So the real, real ally. Um <laughs> okay, my uh best and worst movies. Okay, the two best I put um also I didn't really see a whole lot of movies this year, but I did watch Prey, which was like a kind of a prequel for Predator. Um I thought it was kind of cool because uh they you they did it as um it was like uh indigenous people in North America. I think they were supposed to be in Canada, actually. Um, I thought that was cool, even though they were speaking English. Whatever. Um, but I thought it was cool that uh, they did, like, the main characters were, like, indigenous people. I don't know if they are in real life. I didn't look that far. But, you know, you never really get much indigenous representation in film, especially, like, in a horror movie. Um, no. although, I, although I do remember old Tales from the Crypt, or was it Creep Show? There was like a Native American guy, uh, and he like robbed a white dude. I thought that was cool. But anyway, um, that was one of my best. And also another one that, you know, I don't really ever see movies that make me laugh very much, but this one did. Uh Jackass Forever. <laughs> so good. I scream laughed watching that movie. I was I crying. I, I loved Jackass growing up and Wild Boys. <laughs> so I, I honestly thought that there was no way they could like still do it, but they definitely had me crying laughing in Jackass Forever. <laughs> um, worst of movies. Oh my god, this movie was so bad. You know, forgive me for wanting to support, you know, sometimes you would just be like, you know what, I'm going to support a black person. This black person made this movie, you've got some black actors, I'm going to just go out there and support a black person. I'm not going to say how I would usually say it, but I'm going to support black uh, a black person. And I went out there, even though his last couple movies were trash, I'm like, you know, maybe he got it back. I went and watched Nope. And it was terrible. Jordan Peele, I think he shot his load with uh with uh what the hell's the movie? A uh, Get Out. Get Out was a good movie. Us was terrible. And what? this I think what? Us was, was better than Get Out. Okay, we need to have you examined. We need to have a long talk. <laughs> um, I think you fell asleep and you were like, Oh, I think it's good. No, I'm just, um, but I thought Us was terrible. Um, and Nope was so bad. It don't make no sense. And I think he just doesn't even know what to do anymore. And he also ruined Candyman. How do you do that? When I wrote a treatment for Candyman in 2014, I was tweeting it at you. You should have just hit me up. We would have made a whole nother better Candyman. But no, you had to make a trash Candyman and a trash movie called Nope. And another movie that was terrible. They did a a movie about Marilyn Monroe on Netflix. It was called Blonde. It was really bad. It was just like, uh, I, I wasn't going to watch it, but then some people asked me about it and wanted to know what I thought about it. And it was like very obvious that it was for the male gaze. And it was, I hate movies where it's just like a, a hysterical, crazy woman the whole time. I can't stand movies like that. Um and that's just, it was just Marilyn Monroe was just an insane person the entire time. And then they had a very egregious, just like really tasteless oral sex scene with her and JFK. And I was like, this is just like terrible. I feel bad that this woman's legacy, whatever the hell she did, I don't know what the hell she did for real, 
is being like put in this movie called Blonde on Netflix. It was really bad. But that is the, I don't know if you guys have anything to say about that. I don't Caesar's really over it. Um, and Holly, we're going to have a whole conversation about the movie Us because I need to know anybody like that movie where some damn mo- twins are coming underground in Santa Cruz. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> killing people with scissors. Kill- killing people with scissors when America's full of guns. Like, I, um, <laughs> but um, anyway, we made a podcast. Music, movie, and TV awards. Bonus section here. We're going to have the We Made It podcast members chart reveal. Caesar just recently, um, some young lady, I'm sure, to, was was giving him some attention and told him, hey, let me do your chart. And he was like, oh, it's about me? Yeah, sure. No, sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh we're going to, I mean, I don't know like how much you want to do. I, I guess you want, we can just do the big three. Um, yeah. And uh, we'll talk about that a little bit, but um, I do want to start with Holly. Okay. Out there in Canada. I got my uh, co-star app pulled up and ready. Cause uh, I don't really remember my other two sometimes. That's funny. I I am. My son, my whole being is an Aries, an April tr- Aries. Tr- tr- triggered. Who? I'm triggered. <laughs> I, I was traumatized April by an Aries. What, what, what day? When's your birthday? April 5th. Um, Not a March Aries, whatever. We don't like them. Uh. Just kidding. I don't know. I only know one, and it's my brother. Um, <laughs> My... My moon, which is, you know, apparently the uh, the ruler of your emotions and your moods and your feelings, which I think this is accurate, is Scorpio. Mm. Um, and my rising, which, what is that? The mask you present to people. Apparently, I come off as a Capricorn because my Ooh, rising is Capricorn. I can see that for sure. What? Really? Yeah. People always tell me I am the least Aries Aries they've ever met because Aries are usually um, outgoing, outspoken, loud, um, which I can be in the right setting and with the right people. We just need to see somebody get you mad and we'll see what kind of what the Aries in you. Yeah, I am. My anger is definitely Aries and I am very stubborn, which is also an Aries trait, but. Well, it's okay. You're getting saved by that Scorp moon right there. It's it's saving you. I like I like being a Scorpio moon. I think it's accurate. Okay, but I can see that cap in there too. I can see that a little bit stoic. Yeah, uh, is that is that Capricorn? Okay, I'll take it. Yeah. Okay. All right, Caesar. Let's let's hear yours again. Okay, relax. Um... <laughs> I am an Aquarius, but on the good side in February, not that January mess. I'm sorry. Um, the real ones are born in February, like Gucci said, more legendary in February. Um, my moon is Sagittarius, um, which I guess to these astrology or astronomy, whatever nerds, it's a bad thing. 
These fucking nerds. It's a problem. Oh, here he goes. Caesar, don't, don't, don't just but take I my- am me and I love me. That's all that matters. Um, <laughs> but I will say this. Okay, let me fit the last one. And my rising is Virgo. Okay. The reason that what the hell the reason you didn't see see Holly's reaction. You didn't see Holly's reaction. uh, The reason I hate this so much is there's a lot of stuff in here that is like very consistent with me as a person and it pisses me off. Well, uh, what it is is all out of whack. That's what it is. Okay. I'm glad you're so put together. That's great. But the unfortunately, the way my parents conceived me, I am led to this here. That's not I, I didn't choose this uh, lineup here. Also, I'm like, how does this stuff really count, dog? I'm from another country. This ain't this this ain't different. It is different. I'm from another country. Anyways, um this, uh, this charts feel a little elitist to me. They feel a little elitist. They feel a little elitist. First of all, Caesar, Caesar. You can only me... care about your chart as if you're like in a decent living situation. Your chart Caesar, doesn't matter Caesar. if you're down bad and struggling. Caesar, first of all, first of all, people are into astrology all over the world, all over the world. And also it's ancient. Like this isn't new. Like this is, I don't know. I, I don't know. It feels Caesar, a little elitist. Caesar, literally this there's, thing is telling me to fucking climb a tree. What the hell is that about, dog? Caesar, Caesar, Caesar. Well, there's different. I don't know what you're looking at, but co-stars telling me to climb a tree. Okay, well, I don't know about what co-stars. And that I like classic rock. Caesar, first of all, you do like that one song. I, I forgot, but uh, Caesar, <laughs> first of all, astrology has been out since like the Roman times. There's books of, on astrology, like yeah, yeah. I know the Europeans. Yes, yes, yes. Well, no, Caesar. Also, like, I'm not gonna get into all that. Let me. Just I'm try. just playing. Look, yeah, I know. I know. I'm trying to get a row out of Bam to defend his people, but <laughs> yeah, this is a lot of accuracy in here. It makes me uncomfortable. Um, there's a lot of discussions about relationships stuff like that that I'm reading and I'm eye rolling because it's the truth. Um, and yeah, so that that's my chart. You know, I guess I had a bad lineup, but I'm still beautiful, so it's okay. Okay. Uh, <laughs> all right. Well, my big three. I am a Scorpio Sun. Um, I get that. I, I I get the very Scorpio thing a lot. Um, but I think it's also because I'm a Scorpio Venus. Um, and so I, the people want to act like I'm a hoe because of that, and they might be right. Um, my moon is a Gemini moon. Um, I recently warned Caesar about a Gemini. He uh, had met someone and I was like, what's her birthday? He eye rolled the question, found out she's a Gemini. I was like, Caesar, I'm warning you right now. I'm just going to warn you about a Gemini. And I can say this. I'm a Gemini moon. I'm annoying too. I'm annoying. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but and he found out the hard way. And also, Holly, I did see your uh, thing on uh, Instagram about the Libra women, too. I was like, oh, what would, would they do ever do to anybody? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, and my rising, I'm a Cancer rising. Um, yeah, I got two water signs in there. Um, and yeah, you know, there's okay. Um Definitely Caesar is funny though, because when he told me his, I was like, damn dog, like he's the only Aquarius I know, but all the Sages I've known have been annoying. And for sure a Virgo is just get out of my face, dude. Like, please just go somewhere. <laughs> I agree with the Virgo. I actually get along with a lot of Sagittarius's. Okay. But, uh, I've never met an Aquarius, so. Uh, Well, Ronaldo 
Neymar. Well, what a lineup but, of good people. But but it was funny because when he said when we looked up when he looked up Ronaldo's chart, he's an Aquarius and he's also a Leo Moon. I was like, oh my god, that that is too on point. I'm like, that is like too perfect right there. <laughs> but um, but yeah, that's funny. Um, what do you, do you know your Venus, Holly? Co-star show you right now. Yeah, co-star has them all. Let me see. Let me get your Venus and your Mars. You know, that's all I know about. Okay. Caesar, your Venus was Pisces, right? Venus. um, My Venus is Gemini. Interesting. How and what? Hmm. Okay, I'll have to read more into that. And my Mars is is Aries. Hmm. Really don't want to get you mad. And them, you got you caught a body or what? <laughs> no. <laughs> I think being Canadian is saving you, actually. Yeah, I'll be apologizing. Yeah, you're oh, right. Mars is a great oh, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Well, I think you might need a tattoo tear drop over there. <laughs> well, you're still young. Maybe it just hasn't happened yet. Not yet, yeah. <laughs> My See, Venus is in Pisces. Okay. I, I told Caesar, that's, like, that's the only thing saving you is that Venus in Pisces. My Mars is in Gemini? I don't even know what that means. It was, don't do not do that. <laughs> Read about it. Shit. Um, okay. I don't know if I know any Scorpio moons. I know a few Scorpio rises. Is this thing for real? What What is I'm reading about this? How does it know this? It's too accurate. It's your ninth house, meaning you put a lot of energy into into uh, into your politics and something like what? Holly, the first time somebody did my chart, like I'd gone on like a a date like with someone, and we like went hiking, and she'd yeah. asked me, she was like, "Oh, I'm gonna do your chart." I'm like, "Okay," and I like knew a bit about astrology, but not like that much. And so she's got she pulls out this paper and she's like starts reading. And I'm like, Mm-mm, nah, yo, this. I'm like, you know, too much, too much about me. I gotta bear fights where to bury you over here. I'm like, this <laughs> I'm like, you are saying stuff. I this is my first time like meeting this person in the flesh, and I'm like, you are reading me down right now. I'm gonna find a ditch over here to leave your ass in. This is uncomfortable. <laughs> I'm gonna have to uh, scissor you right now. <laughs> <laughs> But but for sure I'm an I'm an evolved Scorpio. I'm evolved. I don't have those toxic Scorpio traits. So just a couple. Not the worst ones though. Okay. If you say so. <laughs> I might have the worst Gemini traits. Um okay. Well, CJ's gonna do some homework about himself, and maybe Holly is too. Very happy to have done this episode. This is a long one. This is a long one. This is about two hours almost. Caesar style. It's your fault too. <laughs> uh, but anyway, we made it music, movie, TV, and chart reveal awards. Um coming back in the in, in 20, 2023. Absolutely. We 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 uh yeah. Can't wait to see. Um, basically, like if we've if there's been any kind of like we should do like a look back in 2023 and be like, how has reading your charts and knowing this about yourself changed anything about your life? That'd be dope. <laughs> I'd be like, no, nah, I'm still me, baby. 
Caesar's <laughs> going to be like, no, I'm still, uh, it's still self-centered. That's, uh... <laughs> of course. I'm going to love me first. <laughs> <laughs> Only. <laughs> anyway, we made a podcast. Holler, stay tuned, and see y'all later. No invitations, we showed up and made it. No invitations, we showed up and made it. Showed up and made it. Showed up and made it. It can get scary when you legendary. You legendary.